0: Hi. Right. How's it going, Shane? Not bad. What's up? Uh we're here on the Gold Cats, everybody. Um, I'm here with my boy Shane Ebanks. <laughs> uh <laughs> he's uh he's a transfer from Endicott College now at BSU. Uh we're both juniors. Um yeah, we're just gonna talk about life, uh sports, yep. nutrition, everything, lifestyle. Um sweet man, I'm really
1: excited. This is uh number two, right?
0: Number two, yeah. Right. First one went all right. Uh but Always room for improvement. Uh, this is kind of a a different style of podcast. My last my last guest was Nick Vicente. Uh, everybody listened to that, thank you. Uh, I think I thought it went pretty well. It's awesome. Um, <laughs> that that was more of a comedic uh, take on the podcast. <laughs> this is kind of a comedy, but um, also more into the changed a lot into the uh, nutrition, sports, uh, working out, that type of lifestyle. Um, and hopefully we'll find out some other cool things about him uh, (laughs) and just have a good time talking in the meantime.
1: Sweet. I'm excited. Yeah,
0: what's going on, Shane? What are you up to lately?
1: Um, I mean, not much. So soccer season just ended. Adam and I are both on the soccer team here, um, so that's wrapped up. Um, It's good having some more free time, and now I'm just kind of getting back into the gym, taking advantage of the free time, working, and, you know, just kind of relaxing.
0: So... Give me a little
1: bit of background about you. Uh, like, where did you come from? Where'd you grow up? Um. Um, so, like, originally I was actually born in the Cayman Islands, in the Caribbean. Um, so that's where that. my family's <laughs> from. Yeah. So fun fact, right off the bat. So that's, like, where my dad's side of the family's from. Um, I didn't live there very long, I think, until I was about two. Came mm-hmm. back to the U.S. So my mom's from Massachusetts area originally. So we settled back here. Um, and I grew up in Upton, Mass my whole life.
0: Yeah, I didn't know That's pretty interesting. Yeah.
1: So I definitely want to go back. It's once when you've when been I there? Was,
0: when I was really young, yeah. How like, young? I think I was like one or two, maybe. I <laughs> I were the same, we were probably <laughs> there at the
1: same time, yeah. Maybe, yeah. yeah. Um,
0: that's really cool, uh, Interesting upbringing. Yeah. Um, do you know, how, how did that happen? Like, your parents just...
1: So my mom, my mom worked in, like, financial services, mm. and she loved to travel. So the company that she worked for, she worked in California at one point, Toronto at one point and then she did Cayman Islands for, I think, a little over two years. Yeah. Um, and during that period, she went my dad, had me. Um, yeah, and lived there for a while. Cool,
0: cool. You remember
1: it all? <laughs> oh, I wish. <laughs> I definitely want to go back. Um, so yeah, so now you're, you're here in Bridgewater. How do yeah. you like it so far? I like it a lot. So I came here from Endicott College. Um, so Endicott's a private school up in Beverly. Main reason I switched was just to save money. Um, but since coming here, there's a lot of cool things that probably weren't at Endicott. School's a little bit bigger uh a little more going on, especially on the weekends um it's a good time
0: yeah um what what specifically uh what's what are the differences between the private school like Endicott and a kind of bigger state school um like I mean
1: with the people what do you think with about the that? people yeah yeah I mean, I think especially at a school like bridgewater, the people have more kind of going on in their lives like yeah at a school like endicott a lot of the kids and not everybody because you meet people from all different kinds of backgrounds but a lot of the kids kind of had you know a lot of their life set up for them didn't necessarily have as many things going on in their personal life most kids probably didn't have to work um you know kids have things like work studies and stuff but no one really had to go work off campus take night classes and that stuff that you see all the time at like a Mm. state school
0: yeah yeah, it definitely changes the vibe. Yeah, for sure. It's a whole different culture.
1: But yeah, there's cool people at both places. Um, made a lot of friends both places. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, that's really that's really cool. It's cool to uh, be able to see both sides of it.
1: Yeah, for sure. I mean, one thing I like about Bridgewater is there's like definitely more diversity, more people from different backgrounds, which yeah. is dope.
0: Yeah. Um, so what do you do uh, on the daily? Like, what what are your main things that you do? Daily every day? life.
1: I mean, so there's like a few things that I try to get in every day. I try to. Definitely do something exercise-wise, whether it's lifting, playing soccer, messing around with basketball. Um, try to get at least one or two of those things in every day. Um, try to stay on top of the schoolwork. Been a little lazy this semester, but try to get that in. Um, try to read every day. Mm-hmm. Um, so let's say those are those are the main things. Obviously spend time hanging with the boys. Yeah. And then I spend a lot of time in the dining halls. Yeah, I
0: do too. (laughs) (laughs) A lot of time. Yeah. Uh, So do you want to talk a little bit about what you're doing for exercise-wise now? I know we're both running the half marathon this Sunday. Uh, What else? What are you doing for that? And what else are you doing?
1: Yeah. So the main thing going on right now, like you said, is the half marathon. I'm excited for that. Um, Haven't done anything like that in the past. Only at about, what would you say? Two, three weeks? Three weeks to train? Yeah. Yeah. So we wrapped up soccer season. Was in decent. Shape, hopefully, we'll find out. <laughs> and then been running like two or three times a week. I think you've been doing more preparation for the half marathon,
0: yeah, a little bit more. The pat, oh. like right after soccer season, I was running a good amount, probably like four to five times a week. Yeah. Past two past week and a half, I've toned it down a little bit just because I want
1: to be like fully ready to go on yeah. race day. But yeah, I hear that, yeah, um, yeah. So I was doing less than you were, and even I've toned it down, so yeah. But <laughs> no. you,
0: you also had a you were playing center mid the whole uh, soccer season, so that probably gave you a better, better cardio workout than me. Like on the outside, I was kind of doing more short, short sprint intervals. Yeah, well, I, mean, I guess we'll find out. Yeah, we'll, we'll find, find
1: out it. on race day. We'll find out. Um, but yeah, I'm excited. We set two hour, two hour goal. Yeah, which is just crazy to think about because there's people running full marathons in two hours, but um. I think we sh- that's definitely attainable, and then we'll just kind of go from there and see yeah, it, if we can, get, see what we if can we do. Yeah, if we can
0: dip under that a little bit, then we'll be happy. Yeah, but for sure. as long as we get under the two hours, like, I'll be, I'll be happy. As long
1: as I finish without <laughs> snapping my leg in half.
0: Um, so half marathon, a lot of people, when I tell them that, they, like, they look at me like, what the hell are you doing? Yeah. Why, <laughs> uh, why do you like to do those type of things, and, like, what got you into that?
1: Yeah, I mean, well, I think if, if you're not someone that does any running – a half marathon just sounds like insane mm-hmm. um, but to people who've done some like long-distance running whether it played played a sport or whatever I think you start to realize it's probably more attainable than you think um, what kind of got me into it was I don't know I've been following like a m- little bit more about the running scene I'm a big fan of David Goggins mm-hmm. who I know you love um, yeah he's a monster and so he would, I mean, he does, and there's tons of people that do it. It's like these ultra marathons, and they're running 100 plus miles, mm-hmm. crazy terrains, things like that. So when you look at that, and then you look at a half marathon, probably decent weather, all on a road, after a soccer season, like, you should, you should be able to do it.
0: seems pretty easy when you look at it like Like, that, you yeah. should be able to do it. So, so you compare, do you compare yourself when you're athletically, do you look at yourself like, you're comparing yourself with those guys, David Goggins and, and those type of people that are just at the top, top tier. <laughs> no, <laughs> that, that, that'd goal, be bad for both of us. Goal-wise, like, um, a, lot of people, a lot of people would go out and say, one mile, I'm going to do one mile today, like, that's a lot for me. And, like, that's that's totally acceptable. Like, a lot of people just aren't that into fitness and aren't that, like, physiologically made to yeah. run. So it's cool. But, um, yeah, I, I know, like, i look at i look at david goggins instagram every day and just like you said like
1: you want to be like that
0: no i don't i don't know if i want to be like that but it just it just makes the goals that i set kind of it makes me look at
1: them like they're easier than they are because yeah for sure it's like guys like that definitely put things in perspective um for sure i know you follow uh colonel brady right the guy that does the extreme endurance stuff Um, yeah he's just starting up his expedition now what's he he doing now He's
0: rowing across the Drake Passage, um, oh which God. is from the tip of South America to, uh, I think, it's Antarctica. <laughs> this it's guy's a seven, ridiculous. Seven thousand mile uh, strip Jeez. that they're gonna row three guys in a rowboat. Seven thousand miles. <laughs> seven thousand miles. Yeah, like so parking, we should be able to do thirteen. Waters. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So when you look at it like that, we
1: thirteen miles is nothing. <laughs> yeah. So I wouldn't say I compare myself to those those guys in any way, but um, it definitely puts thing and puts things in perspective. So I try to look at it like the big picture, like, Mm -hmm. um, like you said, there's people on two, like opposite sides of the spectrum. So you got the David Goggins of the world and you you got, you know, people that are basically sedentary, no activity. Mm -hmm. If I can, I mean, I'm somewhere in the middle and if I can kind of push the needle more towards those more athletic people, then that's a win, I think.
0: Yeah. Yeah, for sure. And I think even like, I don't know, even us doing the 13 miles, like, Hopefully, people will see that and be like, wow, they're doing 13 miles.
1: Maybe I'll go out and run, like, a mile or two. Yeah, I think that, just, like, that could be the case. Yeah, I mean, I hope so. Yeah. Um, even people I know that, like, weren't super into running. I've seen them doing half marathons and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, people from my hometown throwing it up on Instagram. So it definitely makes me think, like, oh, I should start trying this stuff, too. Yeah, for sure.
0: I think uh, social media is a huge part of that. Like, like your ability to just see people doing doing things that they do yeah Just seeing that and being like yeah maybe i, do, I could do that that looks cool
1: um, yeah you a big social media
0: guy um i'd say so i i don't know i spend a good amount of time on instagram um i know a lot of people are like always on there and i think i think to a point it's a bad thing because you kind of get caught in that like virtual world of yeah living so i try to limit my time on there <laughs> but i think i think a little bit is good uh, everything in moderation kind of
1: yeah i feel that um, are, you, are you on there a lot? Yeah, I spend probably more time than I should. I'm big on Instagram, like you said um, it's more I wouldn't say I'm someone that gets like lost in the virtual world, but it's just kind of like I can just I guess I do kind of get lost I lose track of time. It's more just like a pro- productivity thing for me yeah. like I look at back at the end of the day and I've been on my phone for you know two, three, four, five five hours, and I'm like, I wish I had those hours back, yeah so yeah. that's kind of what sucks to me, but um yeah, it's good. That's good interesting. Um uh, my roommates
0: and I were talking about in the series there too. Uh we were talking about Spotify shows like your total time listening to music over the year. Yeah. And our my roommate Briggs, uh, he he's always listening to music. He had <laughs> something like eighty yeah. days. Nine ninety
2: one thousand hours.
0: Ninety one thousand hours, something like that. Yeah. Listening to like I think it was Great. a combination of Juice World, the baby, um, Sherpy Red, like who's this top
1: guy, you know?
0: His top guy was Trippy Red. Oh, yeah, Trippy Juice Red? Oh, Juice. Juice. Yeah, Juice okay. World. Which is surprising because he's a huge the baby fan. Yeah, um, that's, that's who I was
1: expecting. But, yeah, no.
0: Um, but I was just thinking, like, I think that's insane. Like, the the songs that you're listening to, like, that takes up a lot of space in your head. Like, the words that they're saying, like, the vibes that they're giving out, like, definitely affects you when you're listening True. to it that much.
1: That, that's a crazy way to look at it. Like, the amount of space that's taken up in your head. Mm-hmm. And um, I listen to a lot of music, too, so yeah. I can only imagine. I don't know though. I think that's a good thing. Like, if if you love music, I think the more time you spend listening to music, the better. Definitely, I think, so I that's, think,
0: like, that's a win. I think partially yes, but also like it depends on the type of music it is because, like, a lot of people kind of. <laughs> all right, all right. So there, there's bad vibes. There's different. There's
1: the baby you want to go. go <laughs> run around and beat somebody up. All right, my
0: theory. <laughs> my theory on music yeah. is like. Um, there are certain times for certain things. Like in the morning, yep. if you're about to go to work out and you want to get all amped up, mm-hmm. I think it's a great, great time to listen. To, like the baby, who's like a, I don't know, he's gonna pump you up, yeah, like yeah. that type of thing. Um, but I think like if you listen to the baby all day, not to like, <laughs> <laughs> uh, not to kill Briggs here, but um, if you're trying to like, like last night there's the baby like bumping in the house, and I was uh-huh. like, I was gonna go to bed soon, and I don't have a problem with that. But yeah. like if somebody is listening to that, like. I think that affects the way you sleep. Probably affects the way you're sleeping. You're thinking. all jacked up. Yeah, you're all jacked up before you go to bed and I can see like man. I understand like if you like an artist like you're always going to want to listen to them I'm a big like I do that all the time, but I think you have to watch the way you like time your listening.
1: Almost. Yeah. No, that that's a good point. Uh, like what's funny to me is always the people that or like situations where people are listening to music that's just like completely out of place. Yeah. Like the last week, I was going for a job interview in Boston, and my Uber driver, it was this, like, middle-aged woman, calm as can be, playing, like, light classical music. Meanwhile, she's cutting people off like crazy, <laughs> like, flipping truckers off in the city. I was like, what is going on? And she was just humming along to her classical music. Um, so that stuff kills me, but I, I see your point.
0: No, that's funny, though. It, uh, it kind of, like... The music you listen to is kind of like your soundtrack to life. So she probably does it somewhere, <laughs> so much. Shows her out. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah, that could be. There's a there's a rock climber named Alex Honnold from uh, Free Solo. Have you seen that movie? Mm, I don't think so. Definitely recommend it. He like I think he climbs. I think he's somewhere in Yosemite, like free hand, like no ropes or anything. Insane.
1: Um, I might have seen like a TED talk on it.
0: Yeah, um, but he was talking about how like. Um, when he has when he has music, like it's always calm and like relaxing because in that type of climbing, like if you're not like, yeah. completely relaxed and like completely focused, then you're just like yeah, fall you lose focus for climb. one second, you're dead. Yeah, yeah. Damn, that's I think music's music really interesting and like I don't know, all aspects of life. It's pretty. It's got a lot to do with the way. people Yeah, think. for sure.
1: Um, your guy at Goggins, he says that if you listen to music working out, you're cheating. Yeah.
0: I saw that too. What do you think of that? <laughs> um, I think in a way it's cheating if you look at it like that. But um, I don't know, it's interesting for me and probably you too because we both play sports so and you're not allowed to listen to music Yo. which I think, I don't know, I think it would change the way I play if I were able to pop some ear pods and while I'm playing the game. But um, <laughs> but yeah, so when I'm, when I'm training and listening to music, uh, if I'm training specifically for soccer I think it kind in a way it's cheating cheating yourself, maybe because when you go on the field,
1: you won't have that crutch. You don't
0: have that um, to kind of motivate you, and you don't have that like when you go in the gym without music, you kind of have to have that internal motivation, like that internal self-talk instead of like, I don't know a, a rapper like rapping to you kind of yeah, I don't know. but I think I do it all the time, I listen to music like most of the time when you go in the gym, I don't think it's cheating per se.: Yeah, that makes sense um
1: yeah what do you what do you do for nutrition we talk about that a lot nutrition a um yeah that. i mean i so i recently tried the keto thing that was a disaster what happened with that um so i tried it for two i'd say a little over two weeks um and you can make the point that i should stuck with it longer that makes sense um you know i've seen stuff where it can take much longer to actually get like the full benefits get fully adjusted so that makes sense um But yeah, I tried it for about two weeks. It's hard on a college campus. I was eating probably like 75% fat, um, good amount of protein, and then trying to keep the carbs under about 10%. Um, So actually the fat was probably closer, like 65%, 60, 70. Um, So that was the diet. Like in the morning I wake up, have a big omelet, Greek yogurt, something like walnuts to get fats in there. Um, lunch would be, like, a big salad, load up on salad dressing and get the fats, probably some grilled chicken, um, so stuff like that, but, I mean, especially on a college campus where I didn't have all, like, the keto-friendly snacks that I probably needed, um, I I thought it was super hard, and it was also just, like, a nuisance for other people. Like, if you want to go out to eat with your friend, you want to go out to eat with your girlfriend, Mm -hmm. like... Yeah, it's hard to find something that doesn't have carbs in it. And the more you, you try to do it, you realize, like, everything has carbs. Yeah, yeah. Like, I, know that, I know that feeling. Everything.
0: I'm lactose intolerant, so it's, okay. like, it's pretty tough for me. Most restaurants serve everything with cheese yeah. or milk or something like that. Yep. And it's tough to, like, I don't know, when you're in a group of friends and you have to, like, be like, yeah, no cheese, no milk. Like, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Waiter, it's, like, almost embarrassing. <laughs> I'm so used to it by now, but, like, yeah. I don't know, it's tough at the beginning.
1: Yeah, it, you definitely, like, shouldn't care about it, but I know what you mean. Yeah. Like, it is a little awkward. Yeah. Um, yeah, so now diet-wise, uh, I'm trying to get more into lifting, trying to get, like, stronger, more explosive. Got one year left in soccer, so most of my training is kind of geared towards that, especially once um get rid of the – or complete the half marathon. Mm-hmm. So I've been eating more food. Nothing, like, in particular diet-wise. I try to eat pretty healthy, but – Not nothing crazy. Yeah, what about you any
0: um right now? Just kind of a balanced diet I'm I'm actually eating a lot less and I maybe I don't even know I might be training more than soccer season Um, but I'm eating less because I've kind of noticed like when I'm during the soccer season I was like eating way too much and just (laughs) feeling like very uh, Just like slowed down like I was kind of like low energy Um, now that one, I'm running a lot, so I'm not worried about bulking up. Kind of like, I'm not too worried if I'm cut and like skinny, because it's kind of, I don't know, kind of advantageous to, to long distance running. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, so I'm eating a lot less my meals, and yeah, I feel much more energetic, um, ready to go. Um, but yeah, nothing's nothing specific, just like uh, a balanced balanced yeah. meals. Yeah. No,
1: I, I mean, I'm the same way. I don't know what it is, but every soccer season, I mean, I guess you're just tired or whatever, but every soccer season, I just eat so much. Yeah. And a lot of people I know talk about, like, how they lose weight over the season, and I'm like, that, that is not me. Hmm. For some reason, I still manage, even with all the running we're doing, I still manage to eat enough to gain weight over the season. Yeah. You see, you're
2: not in your head. Do you agree? Nah, I mean, for me, I was, I felt like I was undereating during the season, oh, really? like, I I was like not hungry for some reason. Like when I exercise, I oh, lose don't my eat. appetite. So I wasn't eating, and I actually did lose like a decent amount of weight, like ten to fifteen pounds. But I pretty I'm much down. put it back on. So, yeah. As soon as we like, as soon as soccer stopped ending, I was like, okay, here's my break. <laughs> Here but you really, go. You just gotta get right back into it, and start working out again. Yeah, I can. But yeah. definitely these lifts are gonna help me just get in that mindset so I can start doing other stuff on my own. Yeah, I get a
1: little routine going. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um starting but, up is tough. Definitely. For anything really. You for just it. gotta
2: do it for a little bit, get in the habit. Once you build a habit, you like mm. you're you're locked in. You yeah. you do it on command. You don't even think
1: about it anymore. Yeah, I mean that's kinda where I'm at now. Like I enjoy working out so I look forward to yeah. going to the gym, stuff like that. Um but in the summer, I mean I didn't know if I was gonna play soccer here. Um and I was super busy with work. So I kinda took a big break from Really doing any kind of workout. Like, I was probably doing – I was actually playing on a soccer team, so that's what I was doing, but stuff on my own. Didn't do anything, so it was good to kind of get a break and then get back into it. Mm. Um, Adam, are you doing anything in particular nutrition-wise for the half marathon? Uh, no, nothing. nothing Leading up, day of?
0: Um, day of, I don't know. We, I know we talked about, like, the um, – Gels halfway through or something. I don't. I don't know. I, was I don't. Th-
1: about, I don't think I'm gonna do it.
0: Yeah, I was thinking that. I don't think I'm gonna do it either. Just one because I don't want to spend the money on those gels because they kind of cost a lot. Yeah, it's like thirty bucks for a pack. Are these things? Uh, they're just like energy gels that you take while running because they're easy to digest. Uh, you know, like, like the stuff. Like, um, like those pods. Or like like the stuff like Peter would like, have. Yeah, Peter. Yeah. exactly. Peter. Yeah. The little gummies. Yeah. Yeah, Peter would. Yeah. the boys out. I've used them yeah. a few times. Um, <laughs> and. I don't really know. They kind of hurt my stomach when I was using before soccer, but I think that's kind of because it was, like, high-intensity running. It probably wouldn't affect me as much long-distance.
2: There's, like, a, these, you know, Jelly Belly, like, Jelly Beans? They made, like, a, like, they did, like, a collaboration with the Power Bar. So they have, like, jelly beans that are, like, energy jelly beans that you can just take while you're running and stuff. That sounds nice. Yeah, Yeah, like, runners actually use them, like, when they're doing, like, long-distance running. Mm. It's pretty silly.
0: Yeah, I don't know. I think because I haven't, like use them a lot and yeah. in you my training or anything i wouldn't just try it on race yeah that's yeah.
1: what i've seen don't don't just throw it in on race yeah. day yeah you gotta test same mm. as my shoes like i got
0: some old ass shoes that i want yeah, some you, new ones but just stick with them i'm gonna
1: stick with them yeah stick with them at least after they're like so.
2: actual running shoes yeah they're are those actual those running are fat, shoes. One? no wait you know nick has yeah he's got these fat running shoes they're crazy I seen them. mine I mean, are pretty insane they're like uh probably like Brooks. like huge like huge cushion yeah like uh, that, that's like, what i'm trying like to get away in, from like two inches it's crazy yeah i don't
0: know about your theories on that dude that's what i'm trying
1: to get away from what can you
0: explain uh, <laughs> what you think about the the shoes for shoes for running what
1: you know about that well i mean basically i mean there's people that go super extreme for it so there's people that are like die hard barefoot runners and they think that's how they avoid injuries and it, like it's been Proven, I guess, like, anecdotally, there's stories. I don't think there's, like, actual studies or anything. But there's people that, like, swear by running barefoot. They won't get injured. It um, improves their gait, stuff like that. I think that is crazy. But I think if I could go a little bit flatter in terms of running shoes, I think that would be a good thing. Because I, th- I don't think it's natural to have um, an yeah an such a massive incline. And, like, what happens is with these huge – um cushions especially on your heel it changes the way you run so you start doing like the heel first okay. instead of landing more like on the squishy part of your foot which is like natural for mm. yeah. for humans so i i don't know i think if i could get something a little flatter that would be better or at least worth trying
0: yeah yeah i think from a, like an ancestral point of view if you look at like the way we've evolved for whatever millions of years yeah it's like we we probably started out running barefoot, obviously, <laughs> I maybe hope. some leaves throughout through our feet or something like that. <laughs> but yeah, that's probably the way we've been doing it for a long time. And the shoe thing is kind of a newer yeah. idea. I think, I think like a cushion underneath is a good idea just because you're going to absorb less impact. But the, uh, yeah, I think the, like the slant of it is probably going to affect, I don't know exactly how, but it probably is going to throw off your form and maybe lead to injury or something like that. Yeah. So
1: it makes sense yeah i think i see your point with the cushion i think maybe the idea too is if you have less impact you kind of learn to run more like you land more softly and you run more efficiently Mm -hmm. because you don't have that like crutch of the huge cushion so when you've got that huge kind of like safety net (laughs) under your foot you you can just run super uneven run however Mm, um and you don't really notice it yeah but when you run hard. barefoot like they say over time like your mechanics just improve naturally because you've got to kind of figure out how to run softer yeah you're gonna or, feel it if you don't yeah are yeah. you gonna feel it so i don't know that's the idea but okay i see what i can't yeah sense. i can't speak to it maybe i should try the half marathon barefoot maybe you should in december that'll be interesting yeah okay. how, how long do you think it takes me to finish if i go barefoot I, I bet remember. you do it faster really? <laughs> you just want to get it over with <laughs> yeah i bet you That's i bet you spent oh, the whole thing bottom down. of my foot's like gone that would be a disaster i don't you know, know when, when, I, was younger,
0: room when room I was younger when i was younger i would i would like spend most of the summers barefoot so, yeah so my my feet are pretty not anymore but they were like
1: calloused Dude, i think very, if you just
2: cover your foot in super glue let it harden up <laughs> get stuck to the t- now nah, oh, let see. it harden up, and then you'd have like a hard shell on the bottom of your foot, and you run on that. I think that's the same yeah. idea as like, like flat sneakers. It's just a yeah. rubber, but it's more like, efficient way to do it. Slighter lighter too. With the sneakers. I mean, you don't have all that material. Bet. And it I'll do actually it. protects your foot. <laughs> and then you can just use like a... Nasir, uh, go buy use, some super glue. What is it? I've seen things like where people like get their hands stuck together with super glue, but like if you just use like a hair dryer, you can actually just like, it'll just loosen it up and you can wash it right off. Mm-hmm. Or nail polish remover. Oh so like yeah. You could
1: literally do Oh, post post race. I have just got super glue on my foot for the rest of my <laughs> life. <laughs>
2: post race. That's
1: that's a
0: disaster. So you that signed one. up. <laughs> or... Maybe you should come do it and try it.
2: <laughs> me? Yeah. I want to start running definitely. Even though I hate it, I definitely think it's like it's it will be a really good benefit for me. Yeah, it's a good it's point. I say this every like, time anybody mentions running. Too. Yeah. Running. I say stuff. this every time like I need that.
0: It's, it's the same as what we were talking about earlier like once you start it? And do it for a certain amount of time you're gonna get into it to a routine yeah. like me and Shane were talking about it while we were doing we ran like 12 miles the other day like mm-hmm. a few weeks ago just kind of preparing for this race and it was just like once we get to like I don't know six or six or seven miles you just kind of keep chugging along yeah like that's the same with like if you do it every day it's just kind of your legs just get into that motion your mind is mm-hmm. able to kind of hold a steady pace just so becomes natural
1: yeah I think momentum is everything So the same mm-hmm. thing with running once you get past like we said like love uh, mile five six the momentum just kind of carries you through to whatever your goal is mm-hmm. and the same thing with I mean really anything if you're trying to develop a habit I think they say 21 days yeah. you can form a habit but I would say even after five six days you start getting some momentum mm-hmm. if you take advantage of that then you're well on your way to kind of forming that habit
0: yeah yeah, really the tough part is just like starting, starting it. Yeah. If anything. Just
2: being dedicated to just mm-hmm. do it for the, for a, a certain period of time. You're like, I'm just going to do this. If I hate it after that, like, mm-hmm. sure. But in that period, you're going to build a habit and you're probably going to end up being good at it or wanting to do it and continue yeah. on.
1: Yeah. It's like um, it's like enjoying the process too. So, I mean, like a lot of those corny sayings that I kind of thought were stupid when I was younger, As at least as I've gotten older, kind of realize there's some truth in all that stuff mm-hmm. um so like enjoying the process is a big one just like enjoying you know the hard days enjoying you know maybe when you don't want to go to the gym especially like looking at it now where i'm in my last year of competitive soccer um i've been trying to remind myself like i mean there's only one more year of this like a make the most of it but also just just have fun and like enjoy maybe things that you wouldn't necessarily enjoy mm. yeah
0: that's a good way to look at it i like that
1: yeah um,
0: um. Let's. All right. Now that we're on the topic of soccer, let's uh, let's talk about like differences between Endicott and Bridgewater. Like how you started out at Endicott
1: for soccer. Yeah. What your experience was like there. Um. So started out at Endicott. Um, it was a school that I looked at for a while. Um, it was kind of like a weird recruiting process. So, I went to a couple camps there when I was really young maybe like freshman, sophomore year. And it was a little bit of like the college recruiting thing, but it was also just like, I just wanted to play at like everywhere, every camp. And I knew there were gonna be a lot of different college coaches there. So it wasn't even so much that I was going there to be recruited by Endicott. It was just like, there's schools here. And more importantly, it's just another chance to play soccer. Mm -hmm. Like I just love playing. Um, So that's kind of how I looked at it. And following that, got in touch with the coach a little bit. There was some interest and then kind of put it on the back burner for whatever reason. Um, it was so early in the process that I had no idea if you know that was the school that I was gonna be interested in. What year in. was that at? Probably when like sophomore out? year, freshman, yeah. sophomore okay. year. Um, so I mean, I like I liked the campus a lot. It's a really good campus. So there were definitely positives that I took from it, but it wasn't like, oh my God, I need to go here. Mm-hmm. Um, so kind of looked at other schools or whatever, went through the process. And then towards the end, I think around like January, kind of started circling back January of my senior year kind of started circling back to Endicott and after comparing it to other places I thought like this is the place that I enjoyed the most I did like a final overnight kind of deal went with some kids that I knew already on campus um checked out a basketball game got a feel for what the team was like and ultimately just kind of decided that was the place for me Mm
0: -hmm. cool yeah Yeah. I think it's good to uh definitely go and experience it before before mm-hmm. you actually commit to anything yeah definitely. I, I never did that my freshman year I just kind of went and uh, I mean it can work out either way
1: yeah what was your experience you went to URI right I went to URI yeah. so kind of what was what was that experience like
0: um completely different from what you've probably been in because it's you've been in soccer yeah um, uh going in it was just like uh, I had no idea what I was going to do or, or experience there. Yeah, that's crazy. I, it's that's a cool, big, though. a big state school, so I, I, didn't, I didn't know exactly what I wanted to do for a major and all that. Um, I actually picked, kind of randomly, I picked a major that I'm in now, um, which was a good thing because I was taking classes, and I, uh, that was the one thing I liked about it, the classes there. Um, they are really challenging for exercise science, um, and I kind of saw, like, the state school vibe of um, classes like big lecture halls. Um, which is completely different from here. That's like I don't know, thirty-person classes compared to like four
1: hundred-person classes. You had um, four hundred-person classes. We had lecture halls, big. And big. you actually went? <laughs> yeah, I went. Well, yeah. Wow. Respect. For the most part, yeah, I went. <laughs> <laughs> you would not catch me
0: in like a four hundred-person class. There were tough classes, so I kind of had to be there, or else I, thought I was going to fail. Like biology, intro to biology was a tough one there, because they're a really science-heavy school. Yeah. Um, and then like anatomy was another tough one. Wow. Um, but yeah, no, it was cool to see that. Um, the dorming side, I wasn't a fan of. I was in a forced triple um, with two kids. I didn't know them. Like I talked to them a little bit on uh, Instagram before. I had no idea who they were though. Yeah. Um, I ended up joining a frat, which was a, <laughs> it was a pretty insane experience. Like I wouldn't, I wouldn't give up that experience for anything. Yeah. Um, it definitely changed who I was. I kind of realized like, I'm not really like a frat boy, <laughs> which is a good thing. Um, Cause I don't know, in high school, like my senior year, my friends and I kind of like started, like, doing a lot of partying. Like it was that like celebration time, um, and I I had a I had a great a great time, and I was like, yeah, maybe I'll continue this, <laughs> keep um, it rolling. Yeah, keep it rolling. Uh, I went to URI. yeah, so I I joined the frat. Um, I don't know, URI frats are it's pretty it's pretty big. Like their Greek life's huge. huge. Mm. Um, so it was a cool experience to see the inside of that. Yeah. Um, but yeah no it, it really wasn't for me i kind of need like a structure the soccer thing like mm. makes a big difference in my days um and that kind of got me on to like working out a lot training running um to kind of build my own structure so yeah no I'm, I'm glad i went there overall and i'm glad i'm glad i'm here now um yeah but it's what's been, it's been what's like
1: life. the craziest like funny story about the frat that you can tell in air uh, so yeah, we had, uh, there there is a pledging event, uh, not a pledging, event, a rush
0: event, um, where for those of you who don't know of rushing is like when you kind of like look at all the frats and like decide which one you want to join. Um, and so I was, I was initiated at this point. So I was basically like, um, just there chilling. Uh, we had this huge party and what happened was there was like probably like 85 people on this really small deck, like, Way more than there should have been. <laughs> this deck's thing probably, is going like, right down. Second, second floor, like probably 12, twelve to fifteen feet up, and yeah, people were jumping. Like music was playing, people were jumping, and <laughs> this deck just drops like. Oh, I saw that coming. Drops like an elevator down a chute. Like you were on the deck. I wasn't on the deck. I was on the grass, okay. uh, like like probably luckily like fifty feet. Away underneath from it. it, but I just like heard a giant crash and like turned around. like, oh my god, like. A bunch of girls broke their ankles. Like Aww. it was, it was big. Yeah, we had um, ambulances. We we made the local newspaper. Pretty, hey, pretty wild. recognition. <laughs> yeah, I guess no publicity is bad publicity. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, that was the wildest part of the, my experience there, probably. Um, That's
1: crazy. How do you think that like affected the frat? Did did pe- more people want to join, or did it have I like think, no impact? Yeah,
0: no, I think it had a positive. Effect. I feel like I feel like yeah, enrollment shoots up. The school didn't. Uh, discipline anybody because it wasn't technically like they didn't know it was a frat event. Um really? Okay. Yeah, for, for most of the rushing events they don't like advertise it. Um that it's their event. Mm. Um so yeah, I think more people were like, damn,
1: they have crazy parties, like I wanna join. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah. yeah, I could totally see it working out that way. Um Did they build a new dam. Uh the I don't know exactly what
0: happened with that. I know they had a big fight with the landlord and I'm not really him. sure what happened to him. They me definitely honest. sued him. Yeah, a tough day yeah. to be a landlord. Yeah, in yeah. Rhode yeah. Island.
2: I mean, he could definitely come with, like, yeah, you guys are fucking 80 people.
0: Yeah, no, yeah. I don't know.
2: It was wild it goes both ways. Yeah.
0: What's, your, uh, what's your take on the party scene for colleges? Like, you like to go out or um, just chill, kind of?
1: Yeah, I mean, I go out once in a while. I definitely wouldn't say I'm like a big party guy or anything. Um,. I would say since going since I've gotten to Bridgewater, probably had a little more time to go out. Um I don't even go out like every weekend. I I know a lot of people probably do. I'm probably honestly a couple times a month, if that. Um but yeah, it's more of like an occasion like if someone if someone's birthday, if it's a holiday, or yeah. if there's, you know, like a certain plan, like I'll go out, hang out with my friends, have a good time. Sure. But um wouldn't say I'm a big part of here. Cool. Yeah. I kind of went through, like you said, like the end of senior year, kind of went through that phase with all my friends. Yeah. So by the time I got to college, I was just kind of, I don't know, like I still enjoy it, but I felt like I'd kind of been there, done that, mm-hmm. if that yeah. makes any sense. Yeah, no, I completely understand that. It phased out quick for me. Yeah. I was just like, yeah, I don't, I'm don't, i not a fan of
0: this anymore.
2: I think, it's, I think it phased out for you because you actually have a house, so you guys are kind of like responsible, like not responsible, but like you guys took on the role of like having parties and stuff, so. <laughs> Yeah. Like you kind of just got sick of it because it was like in your face every single day. You couldn't you yeah. couldn't opt out really. Are you talking about here or you're uh, not here? Oh uh, yeah, yeah, that makes sense. I can see why. Like for me, that would, like that would suck. Yeah, like, that would fizzle. On. Like no matter how bad I, I no, would I, be
0: bad. I I actually really like I don't even enjoy the parties per se, but I, like I enjoy the amount of people that I'm able to meet because of that. Yeah, and like the fact that there's always people at the house. Like. Yeah, it's getting like, and bad. Yeah, I mean, sometimes I'm trying to go to bed, and it's, like, loud, and it sucks, but, like, other times it's, like, most of the time it's, like, dope that I just have all these people to talk to, like, and I don't even have to, like, I don't know. You don't have to put it in anywhere. Yeah, they're just people who're there. Yeah, and I'm not, like, a good person at, like, setting up
1: people to chill with. Like, I'm more of just, like, they're there, like, chill. Like, that's kind of how I am. Come to me? No, I feel you. Um, So who's like, who's, like, the ringleader in the house, like, setting that stuff up? Um... I want to say Stas is usually the guy who's
0: like throwing the parties. Yeah. And then Joey and Tom are kind of like, they'll usually back him on it. And then Briggs is just kind of like, whatever. I don't care. I'll do whatever. <laughs> Briggs, the and and Briggs goes, is the goes,
1: man. Yeah, Briggs is the man. Once the baby on the starts pumping, it's yeah. over. Yeah, no, it's over. Passing
2: the baby at like 11 o'clock last night. Adam trying to sleep. Classic. Yeah. Ah, let's yeah. Go.
0: But no, I know the, uh, I've had the experience of like, Living at home, living in a dorm, living in a house. I definitely like the house the most just because of the, the freedom you have. And then, like, the housemates, like, I know them, and they're all chill. And okay. then all the people that come by. But, um, have you have you wor- lived from home or commuted to school or anything like that? Never commuted, no. It's, a, it's definitely an interesting experience. Like, you're kind of in your own bubble, like, driving to school every day. You're, like, alone. You go to school. You kind of see some friends, and then, like, um, maybe chill with them for a little bit, but yep. most of the time, most of the time you're in your own world, which is like, for me, I had the, I had the experience of doing it and it was great because I could like only think about myself and just like do like self improvement, like just, I don't know, do all that stuff.
2: Is that what you did in the spring last year? I did it in
0: the spring. Yeah. And that was great because, and then now I'm like, now I'm able to have more social stuff. going. Yeah. On.
1: The taste of both worlds. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I know you're going abroad in the spring. Mm-hmm. When, when when do you leave exactly i leave january 15th so you're going to uh, valencia? valencia so yeah. tell me a little bit about kind of what your plans are for that and what you're looking forward to
0: okay uh yeah i'm going leaving january 15th flying to madrid um i'll spend a few days there and meet with everybody in madrid i think it's just like a huge like collection of people from all different colleges through that one program which is called isa um pretty cool program um And then I head over. I think I take a bus with people that are going to Valencia from Madrid. um, A few days after that, and we'll kind of get settled in our uh, host families or apartments. I'll I'll be in a host family, um, which I'm I'm really excited about, but I'm also a little bit nervous because I don't know anything about the host family. I don't. I haven't had any contact with them, and I won't know until (laughs) January 1st around there. Maybe until I walk through the door. Who knows? Um, but I, am excited because I think, like, having a, like, I want to travel a lot. Like, hopefully every weekend I'll be out, but during the weeks, like, it'll be nice to have a family, like, a home base, um, to, I don't know, it's nice to have people that are, like, caring about you and, like, feeding you and stuff. They give me, <laughs> be, they that's give me a big one. Like, they give me meals, yeah. So, you be have,
2: it. like, connects in Spain now, so, like, if you ever want to, like, go back there, like, exactly, you yeah. literally have, like, contacts that can take you around, I mm-hmm. can even have a place to stay.
0: Yeah, and I'm hoping um, I'm hoping to meet up with a few people that I know. Um, my foreign exchange student from high school he he actually goes to school in the U.S. He goes to Embry Riddle in Arizona, um, which is an aeronautical school, which is pretty cool. Let's say. I think he wants to be an astronaut. That'd be dope. Um, <laughs> That's dope. Yeah, but he lives in Malaga, or his family lives in Malaga. So I'm gonna try to meet up with him when he's back on break. Um, and yeah. Uh, while I'm there, I want to try to do a lot of traveling, like I said, and hopefully um, try to plan out like a few marathons. If, if this half marathon goes well, I want to try to do like pick two or three major cities and try to do their marathon if I'm able to. Wow. Um, that's the goal.
1: Some like two or three marathons, folks.
0: <laughs> we got like four months, four months to do it. So I, you think do another one or two. I think it should be possible as long as I think if the half marathon goes well, I'm able to complete it. And I do some training. Mm-hmm. I think I should Boston. be all right. Well, you have to qualify. So I mean, or raise money for a run. charity. I'll yeah, do that too.
1: I would yeah. do Boston next spring. I would definitely do that next spring. Is that official? Oh, yeah, you won't
0: be here for Boston next spring. Yeah, like next next spring. Yeah. So yeah. like
1: yeah, spring of 2021. Yeah. yeah, I'll be here. Yeah. Next yeah. Spring. All right, Boston it is. All right, let's do it.
2: <laughs> <laughs> the charity run. Yeah.
1: So we just have to pick a charity, I believe, sponsor them and then that'd be cool. We're yeah. good to go.
0: Yeah, I don't know if I'll be able to qual- like run crazy fast times. Obviously, like I haven't really yeah, been knows? training that much. So I think it would take a long time to build up to that, maybe if, even if I wanted to do it, I'm not sure if I'd wanna put that much time and effort you into it. You could
2: definitely that. do sub four.
0: Yeah, I think Easy. sub four. To qualify for Boston it's like three. Yeah. So it's it's fast. Qualification's not easy, yeah. Yeah, no. for you sure. You have to run
2: <laughs> in other actual competitive marathons to mm-hmm. to yeah. actually like New York marathon or something. Like that, yeah. To yeah. get your time from like Boston's so, an elite one. Yeah, yeah, it is. It's it.
0: Yeah, people come from all over the world to yeah. run that. So I mean that's why I think it's dope. And like the whole bombing thing, like I don't know. You got some history Every yeah, yeah, every time every time every people that every person that runs it like they think about they're that. in memory. They're running it in memory of the people that like had had to go through that day.
1: Yeah. Have you ever been to, to the marathon? I haven't. Start, right around your neck in woods. Yeah, so exactly. Yeah, I've, yeah, I've been. I've been to the start, um, I think, twice, I want to say, and then I've been to the finish once. Yeah. So the last time I went to the start must have been three years ago. It was my senior year of high school. Um, yeah, it was insane.
2: Yeah, I think when I was in, like, sixth grade, I did, like, a – a 200 meter like or a two by four relay at the finish line like while the race was like starting they just did like a little event thing that's sick and there was like five teams and like some of me and my friends are just like running it pretty mm. really n- cool.
1: no it's amazing to see like because uh, there's so many different groups that go so i think it's it must be um like paraplegics that go first and those guys fly like it's insane how fast <laughs> they go so they go first, and then... The, are they doing, like, the bike things? Yeah, like it's, with the hands. Yeah, it's yeah. like, all guided by your hands. Yeah, those things so are really cool. The upper body strength, to be able yeah, to do going, that for... Tw- it's it's unbelievable. Yeah, those guys, absolute monsters. So that was cool. And then I think they do elite men and elite women. Mm-hmm. Uh, and just, like, just to see those elite athletes, like... You, you can just look at them and, like, tell who's going to finish first. Like, there's just people, even within that elite group, there's, like, five or six people that just just look Both different head, yeah. yeah yeah, it's yeah there are
0: people that are just like like you said just built different yeah. like physiologically yeah. Just yeah. different
1: yeah yeah um so you talked about your friend that wants to be an astronaut i heard you talking about aliens last a couple of weeks ago with yeah. nick vicente you want to expand on your take about aliens are they out there um
0: yeah no i think i think they're out there but like i said in the last podcast like i don't think that they're anything like the typical sense of what we think of as aliens, like the green Martian people, I think they're probably like odds are they're not like that. Odds are they're just like something that we can't even comprehend right yeah. now. That's, that's my guess anyway. What do you think about it?
1: Yeah. I mean, it's impossible to say. I think there's definitely potential for other life to be out there. I mean, the universe is so big. Like it's, it's like impossible, I think for people to kind of grasp their heads around that. Mm-hmm. I know I can't, um, so yeah, the the potential for something to be out there is definitely possible. I hope there's something out there that would just be cool, and I hope we can find it one day.
0: When you say like something, do you do you think there's any chance that there are like people similar to us on
1: other planets in other galaxies or even in ours? I don't I don't see why not. Um, I mean, it's, I guess it depends what you mean similar, because like due to heat, water, things like that. There's mm-hmm. they're obviously going to have like anatomical differences, because. Yeah. The way humans are built, we wouldn't be able to survive on most planets. Yeah. But I think there's probably something out there that could be like intelligent that we could maybe communicate. Yeah, With i mean, I don't know. I yeah. think I think it'd be pretty cool. If- yeah.
2: Just like if you think about it, from Earth to what to the sun is like ninety-three what. Million. million miles <laughs> billion, I don't know. that's a crazy to think about and then just like think about how vastly bigger is the entire our just our solar system and then think about how big is our galaxy and then think about how many galaxies are in our universe mm. there's just no possible way that there's no other form of a living creature like it's not possible there's so many different planets there's that we don't even know we can't even see past our own galaxy.
1: There's got to be something. There's right?
2: alternate galaxies. There's probably alternate universes that could be exactly dimensional like ours.
0: Mm. Do you think there's any possibility that there are aliens like living on Earth that we don't know about, hmm. or just another form of life?
1: Oof, well, that's. I, mean, there's, there's, I thousands
2: think. Of, there's probably thousands of species in the ocean that we have no idea that yeah. exist because yep. we can't reach them. So yeah, there's, there's, there's so many unknowns in in our world that we that we can't even comprehend. Because yeah. it's just like, it's, un, it's unattainable at this point.
1: Yeah, I don't, I don't even.
2: Think, I think in the next 20, 30 years, we'll know a lot more about, the, about space and the ocean and everything around us than we do right now. Like, a, an astronomical amount more. The technology is just advancing so fast.
1: Mm. So, let me, let me ask you guys this a little bit of a, like a lighter question. So, we find out there's some sort of intelligent life, aliens, whatever you want to call it, and we have to go meet with them. We can send one, we'll say one representative from Earth. Who, who you guys sending? Kanye West, of course. <laughs> oh, my God. Get out of here. <laughs> I'll sing I, his gospel we'll be, to them and we'll be hypnotized. Oh, we'll be nuked by the end Elon of the day.
2: Musk, Elon Musk or Richard Branson.
1: Richard Branson. They I might go know. on their own. Don't
0: dude. We Richard. don't even yeah. need to send them.
2: They don't, yeah, we don't yeah
0: Musk them. is already, ha- like, he's probably already talking to them if they're already. Uh, <laughs> okay. um, Br-
1: Branson will be halfway there. He'll be on the moon, so.
0: I don't know. I think, I think. I think it would have to be a person that's, like, not a complete, like, so, like I think Elon Musk isn't personable enough. <laughs> to yeah, he's, be not, he's not a great diplomat. Even if it's a, diff- if it, a different species, like, he's still got to be able to, like, um, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe bring some comedy to it. <laughs> Lighten it was the like mood. A big I, think, I think Joe Rogan. Like a Joe Rogan. Joe Rogan? He knows how to talk to anybody. <laughs> I feel
1: like we could get someone a little brighter. I he, love he'd Joe. Bring but joint, like,
0: he'd bring a joint and give it to them, and everything would be cool.
1: I don't know, dude. I feel like you would be forcing them to smoke. They might not be about <laughs> it. I don't it's definitely possible. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. That's a good question.
2: If you said a woman. <laughs> oh, it's okay. an option. Angelina Jolie. Philanthropist. Just.
0: I don't know. It depends on... Big
2: Angelina Jolie guy over here. <laughs> nah, I just think she, uh, she does a lot of good work.
1: <laughs> okay, no. fair enough. Um, yeah, I, I, I didn't have even have, have an Thunberg. answer.
2: <laughs> I
0: don't know that yeah, we're not sending
1: her, dude. She's <laughs> going to go start crying <laughs> to she, the aliens. She
2: just, like, rode a boat I- across the English Channel.
1: Yeah, she refuses to fly, which I actually respect. So, Greta... What's her name? Greta Thornburg? Thornburg. She's She's the girl... Have you seen the clips of the girl? She's probably... 14ish who spoke at like the Paris climate I think climate change summits no. and she was like falling her eyes <coughs> out. I mean she was she was a little over the top. She, she was, was like, like
2: screaming at Yeah. She she was like you've like destroyed my future. Like yeah.
1: a little over the top. Um yeah. but she's I guess super she passionate about climate change. Yeah, she's blown yeah. up since she did it. And apparently she's been working on projects and stuff since she was I want to say like 8 or 9 years old. Really so I cool. do she's respect like, like she's a genius, Yeah, she's genius. actually she's actually like Walk in the watches and just talk about this, but she refuses to fly.
2: Because of what carbon emissions? Yeah, it's just
1: all about carbon footprint. Yeah, she refuses to fly. I mean, she's kind of difficult about it, but yeah. it's interesting. The I don't M- want to. I don't want
0: to discredit her at all. Um, I don't know anything about her, but just from what you said, uh, um, what do you think about like her parents? Like, how much do you think they have to do with that?
2: I, to be honest, I think they have nothing to do with it. Like, she, she does has no influence but herself. Like, she literally.
0: Because that's what I that's what I call like, a genius. If you have no like, influence and you, science, p- like, if you pick it. that um, thing out to like go after and like really make a change, I think that's genius. But I think like a lot of people are influenced so much by their parents that you can still be a genius and be like really creative in what you do. But um, I think if it, if she's doing that on her own, that's cr- that's really impressive. Yeah,
1: I have no idea. Um, I've really only seen her in like sound bites. So I probably shouldn't comment on that. I don't, I don't really know. No. Okay. Yeah. No, I don't. I'm not trying to discredit.
0: her. I'm just trying yeah. to bring up the point that I don't know. No, that you see that like a lot, especially what, with young kids. Like yeah, they,
1: yeah. they act like whether they're a genius or some sort of prodigy, and it's just kind of their parents pulling the strings behind the scenes. But yeah,
0: I don't. Yeah. know. And that's I'm not sure. a bad a thing either. That just means that they can
2: retain information.
0: Yeah. I mean, and and I, the parents are doing a good, good job, job giving teaching. them good <laughs> good ideas, and I don't know. Yeah, that's a good point. Um, do you have, like, five minutes left? to yeah. keep going? I, I, don't know. I don't Any know. other ideas? I think it's something to wrap it up. You got anything
1: else? No, not particularly. You? No, me. How no. do right. you want ra- to wrap it, it, it up? Call it? Yeah.